The views and opinions expressed on my story, Living with Lupus Podcast, represents each person's individual experience. By listening to this podcast or reading our blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. As always, consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. My Story Living with Lupus podcast is officially trademarked, all rights reserved. Welcome back to another episode of My Story, Living with Lupus. I'm your host, Susan Hendricks, and I'm so glad that you could join me on this Friday, January 17, 2020. Today we'll be discussing, do you think that childhood abuse can develop S-L-E in adulthood. Well, let's see what researchers state. Now, you know what I want you to do. That's right. Grab your cup of coffee, your cup of tea, and to those who are listening late at night, hey, you know I appreciate you. So grab your favorite glass of wine, And come on and join the conversation right here on My Story, Living with Lupus. If you would like to appear on an episode of My Story, Living with Lupus, You can contact us at mystorylivingwithlupus at gmail.com. Also visit us on our Instagram page and also our website, My Story Living With Lupus. Abundant Harvest Aquaponics planting seeds to grow food, and creating opportunities for people and families. You can contact this nonprofit organization at www.abundantharvestaquaponics.org. All right, let's get started. But before I get started, um, As I stated on a previous podcast, that I have been taken off of all of my meds and I was going through withdrawals. I am getting better each day. I tell you that it is rough. And yes, my attitude has really been something else. Um, 
I got up this morning and my sister asked me a question. And I started going off and I caught myself and she just looked at me. And I said, you know, that wasn't right. That's not like me. And so I went down into the basement and I began to work out. And I burned some sage, trying to um, calm my spirit down. And that really helped. But yeah, I have been a little cranky. So let's get into it. Now, what I'm about to read to you is from the American College of Rheumatology. Women physically or emotionally abused in childhood face significantly increased risk of lupus. Do you think that is possible? Well, women who experienced physical or emotional abuse in childhood have a significantly increased risk of developing SLE as adults, according to research findings. Now, we all know that SLE, also called lupus, is a chronic disease that causes systemic inflammation that affects multiple organs. Lupus flares vary from mild to serious. Most patients have times when the disease is active, followed by times when the disease is in remission. Lupus is also more common in women than men, but I'm seeing more men now coming out and stating that they also have lupus. Now, past research shows associations between post-traumatic stress disorder and an increased risk of developing lupus and that individuals who experience adverse childhood events may have higher risks of hospitalization for autoimmune disease in adulthood. Researchers at Brigham and Women's Hospital, Harvard Medical School, and the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health in Boston examined the connections between experiencing childhood maltreatment and lupus risk. And the research further states in prior work, exposure to stress and stress-related disorders, notably post-traumatic stress disorder, has been associated with increased risk of subsequently developing autoimmune disease, including lupus. 
exposure to adverse childhood experiences has significantly been associated with higher levels of inflammation as well as with changes in immune function. Now, not to dispute what research is stating, but just say for instance, I'm always thinking, so just say for instance, that the child already had the gene that this predisposed that child to lupus, but never shown clinical signs of lupus. And then um, say the child went through mistreatment during the childhood. And when the child became an adult, that's when the clinical um, occurrences of lupus started to reveal itself. I always look at it as there's two sides to everything. The researchers gathered data on 67,434 women participating in the nurses health study. Two, a longitudinal cohort of females, U.S.-based nurses who enrolled in 1989 and completed health questionnaires every two years. The researchers used validated questionnaire-based measures to assess the level of childhood physical abuse, emotional maltreatment, and sexual abuse experienced by study participants. All questionnaires were administered in 2001, and most women completed them 75% response rate. Now, exposure to physical and emotional abuse was assessed using the physical and emotional abuse subscale of the Childhood Trauma Questionnaire, better known as CTQ, in which participants were asked to indicate whether and how often as a child they had experienced physical abuse from a family member or yelling, screaming, or insulting remarks from a family member. Now the responses were scored as never, which is zero, rarely, which is one, sometimes, which is two, often three, or very often true, four. Some the mean was determined and divided into quartiles to assess dose-response relationship between CTQ score and SLE incidents. The researchers also conducted a secondary analysis examining 
physical assault using questions from the conflict tactic scales known as CTS. Responses to questions about recall incidents of physical abuse ranging from disciplinary spanking or choking or burning were recorded, including the type of abuse and frequency. Answers were summed and divided into these categories, none mild, moderate, and severe abuse. Now, right here, I have a problem with one portion of the question, and that is spanking. Why do people claim that spanking is considered abuse? If more parents spank their children, we would be better off today. So that I take, um, I have a little problem with that part because I don't consider spanking as abuse. When we return, we'll go into it further with what the research states. So stay with me. the author of Positive Energy 24-7 and his latest book, It Was Destined, Urban Legends. He's Detroit's own author, Henry Long. To purchase an autographed copy of his book and to purchase his e-book, go to WritePath247. Dot com. That's W-R-I-T-E-P-A-T-H 247.com. You can also follow him on Instagram at WritePath247. Motivational speaker, entrepreneur, and creator of Right Side of 50, Life Lessons with Sheila Smith. To book her for your next empowerment conference, contact her at rightside50 at gmail.com or call 404 447 Six eight nine seven. Welcome back. Now, research further states that there were 93 cases of lupus that developed among the 67,434 women. Women were on average 34.6 years old in 1989 and were followed for more than 24 years. After taking account of age and race, 
the researchers found that exposure to the highest versus the lowest physical and emotional abuse levels was associated with a more than twofold greater risk of developing lupus. Exposure to moderate or high levels of physical assault was associated with 1.70 times higher risk of lupus compared to no exposure to assault, adjusting for potential co-founders as well as lifestyle reproductive factors only modestly attenuated these associations. The data did not reveal a statistically significant association between sexual abuse and lupus risk. The study's findings suggest that the effects of exposure to physical and emotional abuse during childhood may be more far-reaching than previously appreciated. Women with higher exposure to childhood maltreatment had a higher risk of developing lupus years later in adulthood. Exposure to abusive symptoms is surprisingly prevalent. The strong association observed between childhood abuse and lupus risks suggests the need for further research to understand biological and behavioral changes triggered by stress combined with other environmental exposures. In addition, physicians should consider screening their patients for experiences of childhood abuse and trauma. Limitations in the study included a potential for recall bias. Now, I still have a problem with this research. Why not test? Well, why didn't they test these women for a genetic gene that would predispose um, that individual for lupus? And then you can understand that the stress triggers, whenever we're under stress, it may trigger lupus flares. So why, that's my whole point totally. Why not test individuals who have this illness for a particular gene that may cause lupus? But I understand also that we have to look at the whole gamut the environmental factors, the environment that we grew up 
and to see if something there can correlate to individuals in adult age showing signs of lupus. Now, with all of the funds that are being raised for lupus research, for new drugs to treat lupus, why not look for the gene that can cause lupus? I'm just being a devil's advocate right now. I really am. I'm being a devil's advocate. If you seek the gene that may predispose an individual to lupus, then you can go in and destroy that gene. So what are your thoughts? Call in, leave me a message. Do you think that sexual abuse, being mistreated, growing up spankings can trigger lupus? What are your thoughts? Call in and let me know. Well, it's that time for me to go, but before I go, I want you to join me on Periscope tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll be talking about pay for performance. Is your PCP working like this? And I'll explain to you what pay or performance is. Also, check out our website, mystorylivingwithlupus.com and our Instagram page. Also, go on over to our YouTube page, subscribe and like. You just may never know when I get that spirit for another giveaway. But let me tell you something about me. I don't stop for death. And what I mean by that is that I'm not going to sit and wait around until I die. I'm going to keep on keeping it moving forward. And I want you to do the same. Get up. And enjoy your life, regardless of whatever is going on. Because, baby, we only got one life to live. And it's what we do in between that counts. I'm trying to show you that it's more to lupus than that five-letter word, lupus. And if you're going to advocate for lupus, make sure you know what you're talking about because it is people out there that will try you. They will try to get you to stumble. They will try to tell you it's all in your head. So when you advocate, you go out full force. 
on now. So enjoy your weekend. Hopefully, I'll see you tonight at 7 p.m. on Periscope and hear what pay or performance is all about. I'm here to advocate and speak out for those who are afraid to speak out. I'm here to educate you on what to say to the doctor. Don't just sit there and just say, okay, if it's something that you don't understand. Say, hold up, wait a minute. Speak to me in layman's terms. So, I hope for those who cannot tune in to Periscope tonight, that you have a most blessed and peaceful weekend. And for those who do plan on being on Periscope tonight, I'll see you at 7. I'm your host, Susan Hendricks, for my story, Living with Lupus. I'll see you tonight, and I'll see those next week for another episode. The views and opinions expressed on my story, Living with Lupus podcast, represents each person's individual experience. By listening to this podcast or reading our blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. As always, consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. My Story Living with Lucas podcast is officially trademarked, all rights reserved. Thank you.